K-Frame is the hottest dame in the game. I put these other redhead rappers in their place. And no shame in the way that she looks. She takes the strawberry shortcake with a smirking face. Pour your card. She the queen of hearts. Off with your head if you're acting hard. Sassy and crass always on guard. I'm laughing at you motherfuckers while you're jerking off. Michelangelo, Mickey, Leonardo DiCaprio, enthusiast. Part two coming at you in just a moment. <sighs> Man, sitting here on the lounge, <laughs> sitting on my black couch, staring up at my walls, my nemesis, my crate, my B-52 subwoofer. Late night. Was out earlier for a party. Might have been a mistake for the person that I made a mistake to. You know who you are. I love you, bro. I'm sorry for that. So yeah, we're uh, we're getting down with the podcast, Bobcast, this evening. Tonight we're continuing on with our uh, series of interviews with a, a man named Michelangelo. This motherfucker, this dude calls me one day. Uh, my band moved to LA in 2004, Downtown Harvest, and uh, we're out there. And we're actually in the need of a roommate shortly. But not just quite yet, but he calls me out of the blue. He's like, yo, Bob, I'm on the 10. I'm like, what do you mean the 10? He's like, I'm in the 10 in Philly. I'm like, there ain't no 10 in Philly. He's like, no, I'm in the 10 in L.A. And I'm like, dude, what are you fucking talking about? He showed up at my house, the disco house, walked in. And um, basically, he just set up shop and started doing his thing as the starving artist, doing all this music. Dude, um, he pushed us pretty hard. I saw him one time drink two gallons of water in one show, sweating profusely with a white T-shirt that was markered up with a... Alien imagery that was just totally strange. So, uh, yeah, we're gonna give this guy a call. You know, he loves the mic, he loves talking, he loves the scene. You know what I mean? This is Bobcast, 2 20 a.m. Calling up Mickey. Welcome to the Bobcast Part 2 with Mickey, sitting here in the lounge, talking with my man over the microphone, discussing, uh, well, what do you want to talk about, man? It's 2.20 a.m. I understand you completely. I am not at work tonight. I am what the kids are calling turned up these days. I am stirred up, as I refer to it these days. I am trying to change the, I'm trying to be the paradigm shift tonight. I'm trying to take it from 2013 to 2014 in style. What type of measures do you see yourself uh, accomplishing in the new year to, in fact, take it to this new level that you speak of? Measurements? What do you want to do in the new year to change your ways? In the words of one, St. Nicholas, a.k.a. Chris Kringle, Shutting down the bridge, traffic jam style. Ho, 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 getting dough, 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 bro. I just want to make that money. Cold hard cash. It rules everything around me. I mean, come on. Now, this, th- discussing the fact of cash, uh, we're going to play a song, and uh, after I play this uh, brief uh, clip, 
We have a question for you. Uh, this is a song from your album. It's called Live Fast, Die Young. Uh, let's take a brief moment here and just take a listen to this great track. Sugarman, where did that come from? I told you, he was the Doors manager from 1960X to 1960X, and he really took them to the next level up until the point where Jim Morrison croaked. And then he continued to try to take them to the next level, even afterwards. Like I said, he eventually became Iggy Pop's manager, and uh, the song Live Fast, Die Young is a reference to his memoirs. It's uh, called Wonderland Avenue. It's a book written about his time uh, managing the Doors and later managing, managing Iggy Pop. The Doors were a famous Los Angeles band. Um, we spent some time in Los Angeles together. Um, can you sum up in like maybe uh, 124 characters what you would describe the city of Los Angeles to be? Yeah, I could do that. Uh, I'd, have to, uh, I'd have to sing a song from the Decemberist called Los Angeles. It's, uh, there is a city by the sea, a gentle company. Yeah, anyway, Los Angeles, I'm yours. Yeah, it was a great time that we spent in uh, the city of Los Angeles. You're listening to the Bobcast, 2.24 a.m. I'm speaking with Michelangelo from the band Starving Artist. Uh, some new tracks. Uh, Quit Life. Let's talk about that song right now. Uh, could you perhaps give us a verse real quick of that song? Um, yeah, maybe. Let me look through my archives here in the old iPad. See if I can whip up those lyrics. I'll do it acapella right now for your viewing audience or your whatever. It's actually 30, 37. It's actually 24 to 37 listeners per Bobcast at this point. So that's pretty good, right? That's great. I noticed our last podcast has the overall lowest viewing numbers and it's, uh, kind of rubbed me the wrong way when I, when I looked at that tonight. Well, it is Friday night, and the viewers out there, you know, they, listen to, they like to listen to the Bobcast early in the morning when they're taking their dogs for a walk. <laughs> well, what's the uh, listening like on uh, Saturday mornings? Saturday morning might be a good one, so if we're going to hit this shit, and we're going to hit this shit live on the Bobcast at 2.26 a.m. in the morning with Michelangelo from The Starving Artists, let's get a verse from the hit song, Quit Life. I can't find these lyrics, man. You got, you got me in a bind here. I'm looking back through time, and uh, I, don't, I don't really see them. All right, here's another question. So this, well, I, I see that this is going nowhere, so let's just change the topic quickly, as we like to do on the Bobcast. Sell me this pen. Hey, Bob, I need you to write down your pen on your name on this piece of paper. Oh, my God, that was a great line in the movie, wasn't it? Wolf of, Wolf of Wall Street. God, we keep talking about this. We keep talking about it. We keep saying how much we love this movie. Take your loved one. Take your family. Well, actually, don't take your family to it. But I guess take the one that you like to get most debauchery with and go see The Wolf of Wall Street. I got to be honest. That movie 
is just the most perfect movie for the time right now. It's so relevant to what's going on. It, 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 it shatters boundaries. It breaks stereotypes. It just crushes the idea of what is supposed to be. And the fact that it's pseudo-autobiographical, whatever, just makes it even more meta. And it really just locks you in, like you said in a previous podcast. You felt like you were at that party. Yeah, that's totally true. I mean, the movie just resonates with me. The thing I like about Martin Scorsese is that his films don't come across like regular cinema. Instead, it kind of comes off across like being like a part of my day. Uh, Bobcast, uh, 12... (laughs) Excuse me, 2.27 a.m. This is Bob, sitting in the lounge, sitting back, talking with Michelangelo, talking about music, talking about movies, talking about all good things of life. The things that matter. Not your bills, not your wallet. Not all the things that you carry around in your purse. This is the Bob cast where we like to get down, dark, dirty, with all things pop culture. Uh, sitting here in the Bob cast room with Mickey. Mickey, uh, this song right here. Hey, hey. I'd like to know a little about, uh, this is probably my favorite Starving Artist track. I'm just going to play a little bit right now. And we'll get a little bit of social commentary from you directly thereafter. Stick with me. Sitting in the lounge with Mickey Karpowitz. Listening to the track, Kick These Rhymes. We're going to go back to him for a question right now and see how he's feeling. Everything's good in the Bobcast land. Mickey, the song Kick These Rhymes, where did the inspiration come from that? That was one of the first back and forth songs a starving artist ever wrote. And the inspiration came from drinking alcohol. We simply sat there and thought of funny things to say as we went back and forth with our rhymes. In in essence, we kicked these rhymes. There's nothing quite like a little bit of back and forth talk. That's what what we like to do here on the Bobcast. We like to go back, forth, back and forth, moving through ideas, no judgment. Oh, God. 2.38 now in the morning. I'm still here with you. Michelangelo on the line. Trying to figure out our lives. Trying to figure out what matters the most. Uh, winter's here, man. I'm going to be uh, 34 years old in exactly 14 days. Um, so for the Bobcast Lewis, uh, listeners out there, I'm going to tell you what I'm going to do. All right, so for my birthday, I'm going to give myself a gift. I'm going to deactivate my Facebook for one year. And in that one year, I'm going to keep a journal. I will keep a journal detailing how the loss of Facebook has affected my life, positive and negative. I'm going to detail all the facts of what I've missed, everything. This is, in fact, inspired by uh, someone else who recently deactivated their account. So this is an homage to that person and just like all the good things of life of just starting over. 
and I feel as if this could be a good path for me. So this will be my first proclamation of it. I've thought about this for the last couple of days, and um, I will deactivate my account on January 24th, 2014. I was born 1980, and uh, when I was a kid, I didn't play with computers or iPhones. I played with He-Man. Bobcast, 2.31 a.m. Getting down with their lifestyles. Let's talk about nasal spray. Let's talk about nasal spray. Let's talk about all the stuff nose that the nasal spray relief. Let's talk about nasal spray. Let's talk about nasal spray. So, the debate going on right now between Mickey and myself is this: is that we're both, well, excuse me, we're both addicted to nasal spray, but now one of us is still addicted. I am addicted to nasal spray. Mickey is five days without nasal spray. The hardest time for people who are addicted to nasal spray is early morning. Early morning, you can't breathe. Early morning, like it feels like someone's strangling you. I think it has a lot to do with the climate. I don't really remember buying Vicks nasal spray when we lived in L.A. because the climate was so dry. But, uh, Mickey, since you've been five days clean off the nasal spray, can you give us a brief description of how you feel? Bizarre. I feel weary. I feel scared. I can't really understand why I still want to spray it in my nose, despite the fact that it's not stuffed up. I wake up in the morning, got to urine for herb, don't get me wrong, but you're right. My nose is most stuffed in the morning time and, and around midnight, I gotta say. It takes a little bit of massage. It takes a little bit of laying on my side to alleviate that stuffed nose naturally. Plus, I have a pretty strict breathing regimen that occurs when my nose becomes stuffed to circumvent using nasal spray. Nasal spray is so addictive. God, it gets me every time. So addictive, dude. I feel as if, like, I can't function without it and like when I go out I have to feel like it's in my jacket because like if I get in a social situation where I can't breathe I feel like I'm having a panic attack and it's not because like I'm nervous it's because I just can't breathe like it's the worst feeling in the world Bobcast 2.33 a.m. sitting in the lounge my cat's over there in the corner messing around with the subwoofer looking at the Ouija board. I am Bob, and this is another Bobcast featuring Mickey from the hit band The Starving Artists. For all my listeners out there, I have one more message for you this evening, and that is to be good to each other. Mickey, uh, any final thoughts as we close out the Bobcast for this evening? Yeah, I want to thank all your listeners. I want to just give them a round of applause. I want to shout from the mountaintops about how great they are as a people. For continuing to support your support, your wonderful, illustrious, professional Bobcast event. And while I'm at it, I'd like to recommend that they all check out www.starvingarts.net for all the latest updates involving our musical passions at in the Starving Artist camp. And before I say goodbye. Definitely want to give a big shout-out and question mark as to why we didn't touch on this topic to censorcomics.com, which we both know should be thriving. I agree with that, and you know what? That brings up a good point, is that the topic for the next conversation we have 
Bobcast Part 3 featuring Mickey will be all about Censor Comics. Our characters, including Father Demonus, Alien X, Censor the Series, among others, considering uh, well, one we've never finished called Blood Moon Rising, and much others to come. Uh, my name's Bob. I was born January 24th, 1980. This is a Bobcast, and you're listening to the Bobcast Nation.